This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The thing that we want to start with here, Adam, I think the big takeaway over the last week, particularly I think the last two games or so you would probably say, but it's significant because of who it is, is just Jabari Smith having, again, back-to-back really good showings um, in a year where, let's be honest, and we have been throughout our time uh, recording throughout the season that Jabari Smith has has struggled quite a bit this season, particularly with some of the things that he scouted to do well, Um, you know, the shooting, even some of the defense. But these last two games have been really good on his part. I don't know. I don't know him well enough to say that I feel like it's a confidence booster. I don't know where his confidence was at in the first place. You could probably speak to that better than I can exactly. But it's got to be a good sign when you're talking about, you know, having a 30-point double-double in one game and then uh, backing that backing that up with um, with another, another really strong game. Uh, you know, 20 points on 8 of 15 shooting. I mean, uh, and – I'm just noticing here from your notes is that it's his fifth. I don't even think I realized this, that it was his fifth straight double digit scoring game. Um, I didn't even realize that myself. Um, so maybe even <laughs> slowly but surely and quietly, Adam, I'm getting used to Jabari Smith shooting the ball a little bit better. What have you made of what you've seen of him uh, of late? Yeah, it's it's the first time that he's had five straight double digit scoring games since November. Uh, so, and it does seem like this is a little bit more sustainable. And he has talked, I think, about his confidence, but also I think he just, he, he just understands how to succeed. I think a little bit better right now. And so he's sort of starting to understand where his spots are on the floor. I think he's starting to understand, you know, how he can be successful. And then on the other hand, the team and his teammates are understanding, okay, we need to get him the ball here and we need to focus on getting him the ball in this spot. Uh, This is what he does. Well, this is what he doesn't do well. And so I, I think that him getting more used to the NBA game, and the team being more used to him, I think that it's only natural that he's going to, to wind up having a lot more success, and you're seeing it. And I don't think anybody thought that he was going to shoot below 40% from the field for an entire season. I don't think anybody thought that he would shoot below 30% from three from three-point range for an entire season. So it's all a matter of just like continuing to play hard, continuing to get better, continuing to work, and he's done that. And so you give him credit for that and not getting overly frustrated when there are plenty of reasons to get overly frustrated. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, one thing I'm trying to do, Adam, is not make too much of or draw too quick of a conclusion on what the makeup of these players exactly is when they're this young and this early on into their careers. So when we're out there watching them, Adam, and they're giving poor effort or they look exasperated for whatever reason or like things are discombobulated or disjointed. And again, the effort doesn't feel like it's there. I try not to judge and say, hey, well, that's just that player's character. That's just something that they you know, maybe you can't coach that into them that, you know, they're not a hard worker. I try not to draw that hard of a conclusion on it. But the other side of it is with Jabari, rarely there have been a couple of cases where I've thought, hey, the effort's got to be a little bit better there or that or that right there just isn't good enough. But by and large, it has felt like from an approach standpoint, the makeup, everything that you would want in a number three overall pick is there from an approach makeup intangible standpoint and then on the basketball stuff Adam I swear every time I watch this guy shoot the ball now a lot of times once it gets up in the air it looks kind of flat and you can tell it's going to be short but when it when it releases from his hand everything looks so good like the form and the mechanics I know he talked I want to say he talked to you about mechanical issues that he thought he was going through uh, maybe rushing through a shot at times throughout the year. But I'm looking at it like as someone like I'm obviously not that level of a basketball uh, experience, but I, I mean, I played enough basketball to know what a good shot looks like or what good form looks like. And his looks great. I'm like, man, I don't know why he couldn't shoot as good as LaMarcus Aldridge or something like that with a form like that, you know? And so that 30 point game, I allowed myself to kind of let my imagination run wild a little bit of, you know, what that shooting could look like once he figures it out. Um, what, what do you think it is exactly that that's got him here? Is it just, is it just the reps? Is it the, the confidence that they're showing in him? Like, like what, what do you, what would you attribute sort of the swing to? I do think a lot of it is reps. And when you look at shooting in the NBA, like a shot is a shot, but a free, but basically the only shot in the NBA that is the same as college is the free throw because it's still 15 feet, you're wide open, you know, whatever. You, you don't really have to do much to that shot. But the three-point shot is deeper. It's deeper on all, on, on all parts of the floor, so you got to make an adjustment there. Um, and, and the defenders that you're dealing with, they're bigger, and you're not going to have as much space to make to take that shot. And so I do think that you have to make an adjustment there. Uh, one, I, I think one of the, the things that has been – obviously the three-point shooting has been good, and it's been better – but just the fact that he's got that mid-range shot too, that he can go to that yeah. and he can get that shot yeah. up over anyone. I remember they played Cleveland, I think it was in February. It was like right around the all-star break, right around that time. And Evan Mobley is guarding him like right at the elbow. And he just takes a, a mid-range jumper over him and he makes it. And like, that's a shot that nobody can stop because if Evan Mobley can't get to that, then nobody can get to that. So that stuff is always going to be there. And it's a little bit of a safety valve for, for the team. Like, Hey, when you need a shot, just dump the ball into Jabari 
because he's going to get a shot off no matter what. It's just a matter of can he get the repetitions? Can he continue to make that shot consistently? Or can he, because he hasn't been doing it consistently, but can he get to a point where he's making that shot consistently so that if you do get in a jam with the shot clock, then he's right there for you. And, you know, I, I know they want to get into the driving kick game. Well, he spreads the floor. He really, he, he makes that, that system kind of go. So I, I do think that there's a reason why a lot of teams had him at the top of their board. He is what you want from a modern big. He can shoot. He can defend. I'm, I got some some stuff on the defense, which I think is really important for him. Um, so that's why you take him where you take him. And I think that far too often we want just like the instant gratification. We want these guys to be finished products right away. It doesn't work like that. These guys have to improve. They have to get better. And they just have to continue to work at it. Well, and you mentioned the the mid-range game. That's where my imagination was going when I made the LaMarcus Aldridge comparison because we know when he was at the top of his game, he was just automatic from mid-range. And he could shoot threes, but he was automatic from mid-range. It was just deadly. The Rockets fans should know that just as well as anybody, honestly. But you mentioned having more on the defense before we move on because I, I did want to talk about three-point shooting, uh, the driving kick game that, that you just mentioned. I think we're going to hit on some of that with our three-point conversation. But real quick, you said you had something on the defense. Is there something that you well, want to point out about his numbers there? I mean, you you look at what they've asked of him defensively, and a lot of times he's guarding bigger players, you know, whether it's Giannis or, you know, whoever. They're going to play Jason Tatum tonight. He did a really good job on Jason Tatum back when they played in December. Tatum lit the Rockets up for 38 on 12 of 25 shooting. I think he was 3 of 12 when he was guarded by Jabari Smith. And then on Saturday – the Bulls are kind of a, a funky offensive team because they play the four guards essentially around Nikola Vucevic, who was the guy that was on DeMar DeRozan for a lot of the night. It was Jabari Smith. And DeRozan had a good game. I think he scored 26 and he shot the ball well. Um, Jabari did a great job on DeRozan. And so uh, he scored 11 points when he was guarded by Jabari, but he was 4-12 from the field and Smith only committed one shooting foul against him. And so that's not an easy guy to have to defend. You know, he's he, uh, DeRozan has all the tricks in the book. And for the fact that you know, Jabari was able to handle himself defensively, maneuver around all the screens and not fall into some of the traps and not foul him and, and send him to the free throw line a ton. I think that's a really good step in the right direction because if you want to play, you know, you want to be able to switch defensively. And so, you know, there are going to be times where you got to guard bigs. There are times where you have to be able to defend the smaller guys. And the fact that, you know, just this season, he's had really good games against Giannis. He's had a really good game. He had a really good game against uh, Tatum, and he'll get Tatum again tonight. And then he's had a really good game against somebody like DeMar DeRozan. I mean, those, those are three, you know, pretty different players, and, and they go about, you know, getting their points in different ways. And, for the, and, and with him giving those guys problems, I think that's a really important step, and it shows you just how good, at least on the ball, he can be defensively. Off the ball, he's still got to get better. He's still got to be more attentive. He's still got, and part of that is just learning NBA offenses. But I think I do think that that was a real positive development on Saturday to see him have some success defending Demar Derozan. 